You're listening to Bits and Pieces on Sunrise Robot. I'm one of your hosts, Matt Duncan, out of Gelsenkirchen, Germany. And with me today is my significant other, Lars. Hi. Mike's still um, kind of busy right now. I think he'll be back next week, though. So today, I have you with me. And uh, you could say the nepotism runs strong in Sunrise Robot because last week on Flipping Tables, uh, Lions had his wife on the show, and now you're on my show uh, but let, let's see where it goes so um i've mentioned you numerous times on the show um we're kind of also working together with our mediums you're doing art and i'm doing my music so could you just describe very briefly what is it that you're doing i am drawing in different ways not mainly one particular style um, but the common thing is drawing. So I can, uh, I draw, um, manga art and, um, portraits and, uh, I'm also studying art. And it doesn't really stop at drawing. I mean, it's also painting. So with drawing, I always just, just think of the, I, I, uh, just uh, sketching or drawing. And, but I mean, you work a lot with colors. So yeah, I like drawing digitally and painting digitally and also traditionally with um yeah paint and colors and i also like to um craft like cosplay and um yeah working on costumes and it's safe to say that with your whole art thing you're way more successful than i am with my music thing yeah but i think it's uh, because it's a lot of it's a lot easier because you have a visual impact on the things. And yeah. Uh, yeah, if you try to publish it on the internet, you get uh, more response with pictures. That's true. We, we've talked about this on the show when I really discovered that phenomenon, when you were just blowing up with your Facebook page and YouTube, um, YouTube channel that uh, in general, it really seems to be way easier to market um, or promote visual stuff because if I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed, I, I can scan the picture in less than half a second and I know that I like it. And with music is, oh, I have to hit play first and then I'm going to have to wait for about one and a half minutes until I'm decided if I like the song and want to keep listening to it or not. And I think that's a lot more to do. And I'm, you're asking a lot more of people than just look at this picture. Do you like it? Yes, I like it. Click like. Done. They're your fan now. And, uh, and and we also usually talk about the aspect of selling your music or just in general making money with your music. Um, what are the things that you've discovered with visual art there when, when it comes to selling stuff or just making money in general? To earn money with art or with um, yeah, art in general is always difficult because it's something um, yeah, you don't need to live. You, it's luxury. Personally, I don't think your life is a good life when you don't have something you can enjoy. And um, yeah, that's what this kind of stuff is for. But a lot of people are not willing to um, yeah, pay or give money for it. I think it's um, yeah that way uh, a lot more difficult to, to earn money with something you um, yeah, have to search for actively like 
music. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think with um, paintings and uh, pictures, and you are not uh, yeah, famous or something, it's maybe more difficult because uh, people are, a lot of people are um, just seeing the picture and asking themselves, I al already um, saw it. So, yeah. why should I pay for it if I can yeah. already have it, if I can save it to my hard drive? I um, experienced it on conventions that, um, yeah, where I have a booth or something like that. Um, people are uh, yeah, photographing the, the pictures I exhibited. That's totally okay for them. You get a feeling of yeah. what uh, yeah, people who are not uh, into that stuff. Um, I, I just found it funny. Um, Yeah, you just remind me that people were actually just coming to the booth and taking photos of the pictures. Um, the, the parallel to that would be somebody going to my concerts and recording the concert from the audience um, because the end result is the same. It's going to be a shitty recording, just like it's going to be a shitty photograph of uh, of your work. And um, I don't know, the, the whole experience around it gets lost that way. Um, yeah, and also, as you said, um, Visually, there are a lot of different delivery mechanisms. Um, if if you're just scrolling through Tumblr, music is uh, no, not music, but pictures are just delivered to you. You can scroll through and you can see everything that people deliver to you. With music, it's possible, but not as quick. You can just uh, browse a whole bunch of songs, and you always have to invest a lot more time. And I think that's where the discrepancies come and from. I think also um, what both things have in common is um, that people who are not like doing something for themselves like um, experience the process of making a song or a picture sometimes believe that they came out of nothing yeah like with music people can't really uh, value the um, craft the work behind yeah. the songs we've been talking a lot about visual arts and um, we've come to this point where we are combining our two artworks, where I put my music on your videos. And so people come from the art and they usually stay for the art, but hopefully they also stay a little bit because of the music. And I've got some positive feedback on that. Um, but then, of course, there's the other way around with every musician, with every artist and band you have out there. Um, there usually comes a visual concept um, with some it's more elaborate than with others. I know that you you are in general a very visually oriented person. So, um, what do you need of an artist to be intrigued by them? Even if it's not necessarily the kind of music that you like, or maybe you even don't like the music at all. Or what is it that uh, needs to happen with an artist or with a musician now that the visuals drag you in? That that you want more of that artist just because of the visuals. I'm really not sure if I can put it in, in an easy way. I think it's the image that uh, comes from uh, the artist. So um, if you take someone like um, Lady Gaga or something, yeah, you, you have this like uh, cool, flashy images. Yeah, and the, the videos are high end, yeah. really, yeah, really high budget visual uh very enjoyable for your eyes <laughs> yeah but i think that it's really rare that you um enjoy it with shitty music <laughs> like when you um have an artist that just 
um, puts emphasis on the uh, visual qualities and um, the music is not your type, it's pretty hard to get into that stuff. So I think it's really easy for people who are in um, yeah, the, the pop scene and um, like doing commercial music, easy to listen stuff. And you have that visual effects there. It's, uh, I think, pretty good. So uh, also good for you to um, consume that kind of art. And it, it happens sometimes that I really like the uh, image of a band and not the music at first. But because of the visuals, I uh, started to listen to the music frequently. So you keep coming back and then it grows no. on you and at some point you like it. Uh, I, I accept it. You accept it. Okay. You tolerate the music just to get the visuals out of it. Yeah, the the visuals. I, I think um, it's it's a pretty important uh, aspect of a band. Yeah. Um, because if you go to concerts or something like that, I am not a musician myself, so I don't enjoy people doing music, actually. I, I, I'm watching a guitar player playing guitar, and I see... I'm playing a guitar every see, time. Yeah, you like, see the same thing with every guitarist. You yes. Don't, you don't, and it's understandable if you don't play guitar yourself or aren't really invested in that. Um, yeah, at first glance, of course, it always seems like, yeah, somebody's playing the guitar. Of course, if I see two people playing guitar, I see different things. I know, oh, this guy's doing this and this guy's doing this right now. And for me, I'm always analyzing stuff. But yeah, um, of course, for... Most people playing a, ba a band playing looks like any other band playing, except uh, if the setup is a different one. And another point that I want to talk about, not really um, having to do with the visuals all that much, is um, music tastes and how they transform and change over time in a relationship. Because I remember that when when we first got together, um, there were some musical directions that we kind of early on knew where the other person is going. Um, the kind of music that I listen to, the kind of music you listen to. Um, I think back in the day, I was a little bit more invested in, in rock music in general than I am now. But um, pretty early on, we discovered things that we both liked, things that um, one of us liked, while the other is just tolerating it and it's just neutral, and things that one of us liked that the other just can't have at all at the same time. And... Uh, Some of those stayed the same, and I think some of those changed, or yeah, they um, converged a little bit. Um, and I think, especially with uh, with us, it's uh, it a little bit. It had to do with um, me being a musician, and when I listened to the at first, when I listened to the music you were listening to, I was just analyzing it. And there were a few occasions where I opened my mouth where I shouldn't have opened it, and were like, yeah, well what the guitarist is doing there is really boring. Like, uh, what do you get out of that? And <laughs> shouldn't have done that. In my opinion, it was, um, yeah, at that time, pretty difficult to understand that point of view, because, uh, if you hear music, um, and you are not a musician, you hear it because you enjoy it. And there's, that's, I think a very, um, Yeah, honest way, but also I understand it's uh, very, um, you are not the educated one who can decide if it's good on a... Yeah, you you can just say if you like it or not. Just uh. the same way that I at first would just look at a picture and think like, okay, 
either I like it or not. And now mm. through you, I've learned some aspects where I can start to say, okay, so this is something that they didn't do right but, or something. But actually, I feel um, there were there's a different um, approach of uh, the the um, you know how I see and enjoy art because. If I enjoy something, there is something I, I I can give a reason for because it's appealing to me. It's it, it sounds good. I like the melody. I like all the colors. Of if you um, yeah. take an artwork, for me, it, when when you uh, write the music, was for me a bit like when uh, I was in art class because there. Are, if you take modern art, you look at it and you might see just some stains. And for me, even if I study it, they keep staying stains. <laughs> and I don't really get why yeah, art artsy people would uh, love them. And it's a very hard uh, hard way to study art when you are a rational human being. But when you like music and somebody says it's yeah, low quality in the way it was executed, but you like it and you like the melody and you, you yeah just don't care if it was low executed because it sounds good um yeah it's, it's pretty hard to understand it's like somebody says those stains on the paper are very high quality just try to name one name that a um, um, band or artist that i listen to that you would compare to those Colored stains on the canvas that oh. are actually not really that good. Um, alarmist. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. <laughs> now we, we're going to have a, um, we're going to be very, uh, right in a few minutes. I now. think for I have to stop the recording. <clears throat> for people who are not into making music, uh, the alarmist sounds like, um, yeah, like it sounds. It's not a thing that you would enjoy very much. Now I think that it's mostly because you have only that one song in mind that can be pretty hectic. But um, it's not hectic; it's just not pleasant. Ple yeah. So, so that's—I mean—that's the thing. We can nail it down to: is it pleasant for you to listen to or not? You don't care about the execution, and yeah, do you enjoy it or not? And it's not like I—I I can't do that. Or I can't think that way. It's just that I put a lot of focus on the execution, on the thoughts behind it and from that i can derive pleasure even if what comes out of it sounds i don't know dissonant hectic or just like chaos even if i if i understand the plan that's happening behind it i kind of can derive the pleasure from that when when listening i mean it's i think it's also not that serious problem because if you put it like i have my scene my mm -hmm. music background And I also wouldn't like to, um, yeah, hear uh, thrash metal or something. That would just sound like noise for me either. So it's it's actually I think not really my understanding of of your music, but also it's not my type of music. Yeah, so over the time, I kind of learned to keep my mouth shut on certain things. Although I still open it sometimes. Um, yeah, I do too. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> But um, I know that there's some things that you listen to that I've grown to like a bit and sometimes the other way around. And at some point I kind of knew, okay, these are the aspects that he would like from that so I can send it to him and 
you would at least listen to it the whole way through once and then say, yeah, okay, that sounds interesting. I want more of that. And so, of course, after some time, you discover where where the music tastes match and where they totally don't. And that's the point where you keep separate playlists on Spotify to play when the other is there and when the other, when the other person is there and when not. One of which is going to be your pick of the week, I think, just to, to tease it a little bit. Yeah, and it's um, also um, yeah, referring to the topic of the visuals. Um, there's there's one more aspect that um, I always found interesting and that I've observed over the years that you and your brother have this thing of where you discover a new artist or musician. And at first it's kind of like, well, look at this. This is like really stupid or crazy or I don't know. It You listen to it or watch it mostly when it has to do with with the visuals um ironically and then at some point it takes about one or two weeks where either one of you starts to listen to it seriously and i've gotten to the point where i make bets on on some some of those things um what is happening there um how does that work because uh i think we both are very visual people And um, I often notice that um, even if not in the beginning, the music taste is alike. There's also that thing that we um, yeah were informed about those um, scenes, like uh, if it was emo or gothic or yeah hipster, the new one. And uh, yeah, when you think about hipsters and you say you are not a hipster. There's the then you're most definitely you're, a hipster. You're most yeah. a hipster. And uh, yeah, that was the thing with Grimes. We were listening to Grimes and, and Solar Jesus and uh, yeah, started to watch the videos and thought, damn, she she made herself blurred in the background sharp. Yeah. So she, she fulfilled all the cliches you know, of the typical modern hipster music style and visuals. And it was so, it was so funny because it was so... So cliche. Yeah, just run-of-the-mill hipster yeah, yeah. anybody could have done because it, nothing of that was like high budget or anything. The music, at least with Grimes, with the earlier albums of Grimes, and I think we could at least agree on that back then, that the first things Grimes put out weren't really musically up to standard. Never, uh, but, but definitely not the, the thing, technical aspects. The I mean. thing I would enjoy in my uh, everyday life. But you started to watch the videos, and so some of the songs are uh, in my playlist. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm I'm always noticing when one of you has has discovered something new, and when you're not really seriously listening to it, I I always say that I give you a week or two, and both of you are going to yeah, listen but, to but it seriously the, the, and buying concert tickets. There's a, I think a difference because um, there's music you like to hear for fun. And music you just like to hear. And um, if you want to yeah, think of Alexander Marcos, which is a German um, Schlagersänger, uh, Paul Colo- he made uh, made an own genre up called um, Electrolore from Electro and Folklore. Folklore yeah. And it's very, uh, very German. It's and, very German. And the, the lyrics are just funny. Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty trash music, but um, it's making a good mood. And when you see the videos and when you hear it, uh, you just think, oh, 
It's so stupid. And then a week later, you listen to it seriously and think about getting concert tickets. Yeah, it's, it's then seriously thinking about look how stupid he is and I'm not. <laughs> it's just you feel better if you hear something like that. I think it's uh, it's feel good music. I mean, we can nail it down to that. Even if it's just comedy music, it's feel good. There's feel good music. There's feel sad music. I mean, when I was a teenager, I was just listening to um, yeah, black uh, like gothic music, and it was pretty dark and um, yeah. Because you don't get the best mood out of that music. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pretty beautiful. And that time, I mean, when you are in a scene, you don't really go out of it. Yeah. And so there's a lot of pop music I have to catch up to. So I think with that, we should get to our picks of the week. And since you are my guest, no, not guest or substitute host this week, um, you should go first. So what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is um, In der Palestra by Super Eternus. She's a German musician and goes by the name Anna Varney. She has very own aesthetics and I think you should definitely uh, watch the music videos yeah. or uh, album art or yeah. just Google the name. We are um, going to put the music video to your pick of the week in the show notes at sunriserobot.net slash bits and pieces slash 41. Because um, this music works alone, but definitely lives from from the visual, and you can see the um, devotion that is put into it. So let's just have a little bit of Inner Palestra by Zopaitanos. As he bathed So what do you think of the song? It is one of those cases where you presented Zupoitanus to me and at first I thought, wow, that is that is bizarre and that is crazy and um, talking about the visuals mostly and some of the music. Some of the music is on, I think, Yoko Ono levels of craziness sometimes. In the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah. Um, but then there are those little gems like this one and I actually really, really like the song and the melodies in there and also the instrumentation. She uses a lot of traditional instrumentation together with a little bit of electronic stuff here and there. And um, the visuals, I think, will she will never really grab me with her visuals. Um, they are interesting, but it's this kind of direction where I personally, I believe I will never really find it appealing. I will always only find it interesting. But it works. And if there's some new music video or anything visual... I think I do consume it, not only because you will show it to me, but I think I would be interested still. So I think, yeah, I think from a different direction, the visuals still work on me, although I'm, I wouldn't see myself as the uh, target audience for it. I think it's, it's very authentic and you just, you just catch yourself and imagine how this person would go and, um, buy food <laughs> because it's just, she, is at a point where you think 
there's no return. No, there's no way back. She's yeah. in it for, for the long run, definitely. Yeah. And I think that makes it pretty uh, yeah, interesting and enjoyable. So what is your pick of the week? My pick of the week is Delirium with, after all, the Simeon Project remix. I just thought of this song today because it was one of the songs that early on we both uh, I was listening to that you also kind of enjoyed where I kind of where I had this moment of oh this is something I like that he was gonna, that he's going to like and it kind of worked there. Um let's just hear a little bit of the song. Simeon Project usually does a lot of down-tempo stuff, this kind of stuff that I like to do now. And um, what, what I like about this song is um, th there's some guitar in there, very lush guitar, a little bit in the background. The vocals, female vocals, um, which was one of the aspects that I knew you would like about it. Um, I, I like the glitchiness of the vocals. Like Usually I don't like autotune stuff, especially if it's like overdone autotune stuff. But with this song, it really works very well. And also um, the bass sound, I it, it's just rumbling down there, but it's still a noticeable melody that I think works really well. So um, what did you think of the song? Actually, I didn't even notice the glitches in the voice. <laughs> but yeah, as you um, played it the first time, I thought it really matches with the kind of music I heard in my teenage years. And um find it pretty calm and liked it. Yeah. So as always, if we can find those songs on Spotify, we put those into our playlist, into our bits and pieces playlist on Spotify. Um, you can find it on sunriserobot.net slash bits and pieces slash 41 in our show notes. And while you're there, if you haven't subscribed already, you can subscribe to our podcast um, using the little iTunes or RSS button, depending on which kind of phone you're using or platform you're on. So on iOS, you might want to use Overcast or the built-in podcast app. And on Android, you could use Podcast Addict or Pocket Cast. These are just the ones that we recommend. You can also give us feedback. Um, I'm on Twitter at Echolox, E-C-H-L-O-X. And you're also on Twitter um, since a few months ago. Um, what's your Twitter handle? Um, Lauvan. L-A-O-V-A-A-N. You can also support us directly on Patreon, patreon.com slash sunrise robot. And one of the rewards on there is getting shout out on one or all of the shows. And with that, uh, special thanks to Bruce Edwards. See you next week. Mm -hmm.